Hey guys, welcome back to Because I'm Blessed, a podcast hosted by me, Maria Clark. I'm so glad to be back. I did take some time off, if you noticed. Um, Last weekend, I had to do some traveling. And to be honest, um, the topic that God placed on my heart a couple weeks ago, I've actually just been praying into it, kind of dialoguing with him back and forth before actually recording um, the episode. So I've just kind of been praying into it and kind of going over it within my heart. And I guess I just wasn't quite ready to record it yet. So I do feel like um, even today going into it, I feel like there might be a part two. Um, I don't know if I'm going to get to say or share everything that I have in my heart in regards to this topic. So we'll see what happens. But I'm really excited to be back. Thank you again for everybody who reached out and said, hey, we didn't get an episode. So that was really cool because I was like, eh, nobody will notice. But to everybody that did um, reach out and say, you know, that you missed me. Thank you so much for that. And also it was kind of cool because some of my older episodes got listened to. So I know that there's some new listeners out there. Um, those of you that are sharing, thank you so much and continue to share, um, the podcast so that other people can be blessed. So that again is the whole point of this. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I like to get those thank yous out before I get started. So one of the things that is very big on my heart, Uh, Growing up, again, I've mentioned this before, I grew up in church, um, kind of seen a lot and been around a lot of different thoughts, processes, I guess you could call it, and how different people have processed scripture, um, sat under a bunch of different teachers and preachers, and just my whole life, you know, kind of been surrounded. And I guess one of the big things for me is, I don't know, I guess I can call them Christian cliches, maybe, um, just those little one-liners that we've heard maybe our whole life. And now that I'm more mature in my faith and my walk with God, I'm kind of look at some of those and I'm like, wait a minute, like that, you know, that's not right. Or that's not what that means. And, um, it's kind of, it can kind of really rock you. Like it really does spur you to kind of, you know, research something on in your own faith and talk to God about it on your own. Um, so today I kind of want to go over the big cliche that we always say, which is um, God is in control. And uh, thankfully, I grew up with this. I grew up with people saying, oh, you know, don't worry about it. God is in control. And I think that for many times in my life, it provided peace. You know, oh, that's right. You know, God's got it. God's in control. And no matter what the situation was, I would always hear that in my head, like God's in control. And uh, a couple years ago, no, 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 a lot of years ago, uh, we were under Pastor uh, John Questenberry, love him to death, and learned a lot under him. He brought a sermon and pretty much called out that entire saying and said, oh, actually, that's not true. God's not in control. And I remember sitting in the service, like, wait a minute, like, what did he say? Like, he's coming for my upbringing right now. Like, that's that's blasphemous. Like, he just said, God's not in control. What is he thinking? And he went on to preach and share, you know, about in creation when God basically, yeah, he's the owner of all, but he gave he gave authority to, to humans, you know, to Adam and Eve, go do your thing, name the, name the animals, you know, do what you're going to do. And, you know, long sermon short, I guess I could say, you know, he he made the point that God is not always in control and God is only in control when he's given control and when he's placed in control. And 
often, you know, this, this saying, God is in control. I know for unbelievers, they always come back with, oh, really? If God's in control, then, you know, why are people dying? And why is cancer a thing? And if God can stop it, why does he let bad things happen? And, you know, why do innocent people die? Um, and I always am like, and I know that the, the common answer is free will. Well, everybody has free will. But I've even gotten away from saying that because I feel like people are tired of hearing that as well. It doesn't, you know, it's, it is kind of script, scripture jargon, you know, oh, well, we have free will. We get to do whatever we want. And it's so contradictory to somebody who doesn't understand, you know, they kind of look at us. I know I've gotten looked at before, like, okay, so what are you saying? Is he in control or is he not in control? And this has just been something that it always weighs on my heart when I hear it and I see it. And, you know, as Christians, sometimes our answer for everything is, well, God is in control. And then things fall apart. And even our entire faith gets rocked. And you're just like, wait, I put, you know, God was in control of that. Why am I losing my job? Like, God was in control of that. Why is this relationship falling apart? Wait, God is in control of my life. I'm a Christian. I'm a believer. I'm paying my tithes. Why 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 are my finances messed up? If God is in control, why do these things happen? And I feel like the enemy loves to creep in. For those of us that are believers and you know, we have faith when we get to that point where we start even questioning if God is in control. <laughs> um I honestly believe the enemy likes to come and make us even feel like we lack faith, you know, um, that we're not good Christians. And well, you know, if you're a good Christian, then why are you questioning God right now? Where's your faith? You know, and I honestly, I'm like, it's not even a matter of faith, though. It's a matter of, I think sometimes when we see things falling apart, or especially relationships, it's that we know that God is in control, but we also know that he's not in control of everything and everyone and that's where we get nervous and it's not that we lack faith in God um you know God really showed me this in my heart where the things that I still try to control out of fear um you know I've been told I'm a control freak and I know that it's a fear-based control you know a lot of people Feel like they have to control things but it's motivated by fear it's not motivated out of lack of faith and so some people would say wait you can't have faith and fear together and i feel like well you can have faith in god but you fear the things that he's not in control of if that makes sense so an example would be like i have plenty of faith in god that he can restore this relationship but i know that the other person in this equation is not submitting to God. So I'm afraid that things aren't going to go right because God's not in control on that side of the equation. He's only in control on my side of the equation. Therefore, I still have to, I still have to, I still have to figure it out because God's not completely in control. So this message, um, has been on my heart and I kind of just want to dive into it, you know, a little bit deeper and just kind of speak to those of us that really we're okay with God being in control and we've submitted our life to him and we've given him control and things still fall apart. And I have had to learn and I am still learning that and this is the dialogue that I have with God when things start to fall apart. 
or I start to feel like they're falling in an, in a apart way, um, where he'll say, but am I in control? And it's really hard to have something negative happening. Um, something that looks like a trial and it is a trial. And, you know, I've maybe already said this on the podcast, but I say it all the time. Situations are either one situation that we put ourselves in out of our own choices and there's consequences that have to be walked out um and I, and I put myself there or two um life is just happening life is happening around us and it's not always going to be pretty and things are going to happen and that's when most of the time our faith says but I thought God was in control and he's you know very clear in scripture like you know in this world, you will have many struggles, but take heart because I have overcome the world. That's what scripture says. So he's never promised us that, you know, we hear this a lot. He's never promised us that as Christians, we're not going to struggle and that we're not going to, you know, but what is our mentality? Like, are we really in a place where our initial knee-jerk reaction is, oh, wow, like, why is God not protecting me right now? Why, where, where is God? Why is God failing me right now? Because this situation is happening. Why is God trying to put me through the fire when, you know, I thought I was doing everything right. And that's usually our flesh. Our flesh immediately goes to guilt and shame. Like, Oh, I must be doing something wrong. I must not be praying hard enough. I must not be tithing enough. I must not be loving enough. And now I'm suffering, you know, because God's not taking care of me. And it's hard. Like, I struggle with this so hard. And when bad things are happening, it's like God will always come and say, but I'm in control. Like, if you have truly submitted control of your life to God, then when that application doesn't get accepted, you know, when that job offer doesn't come, you know, that you thought was the perfect job. You swear you prayed about it. You told God, oh, if it's your will, Lord, let it be done. And in your belly, you felt that it was going to come through. And you knew that it was going to be a yes. And then it's a no. And you're just sitting there like, wait, why are you doing this to me? And immediately we feel like he's doing something to us in a bad way, you know. And he's just like, trust me. Like, if I'm in control, that deal fell through for a reason. That house wasn't the one for you. And it was the one you wanted. And it was the one that you prayed for. And you prayed that they would accept your offer. And they did. And at the last minute, it all fell apart. And your initial reaction is, why would you do this to me? And it's like, again, if you've placed God in control of your life, then even when the bad stuff happens, we have to take a minute and control our thoughts. Now we have to be in control of our thoughts and say, wait a minute, if that fell apart, I put this in God's hands. I trusted him and it fell apart, which means it wasn't for me. The timing wasn't now. The timing wasn't right. I guarantee you, that when we place a hold on our feet and we don't move forward when God is like having stuff fall apart and we hold steady and we wait 
and we tell our flesh to be quiet when it comes with the, oh, well, I mean, I guess you didn't do something right or, you know, God's not in your corner. God's getting you back for something. When those start, when those thoughts start, when we can say, nope, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to entertain that. I'm not going to partner with that lie. I have placed God in control of the situation. Therefore, if it's falling apart, it wasn't for me. When we get to that place, then a peace will come. And it's hard. And I don't always do it. I've, I have gotten better about it. But it's not like, you know, always been easy. But friend, I just want to like share that with you today and there's big issues and there's little issues you know and there are things that need to happen in your life and they need to go a certain way and I just want to remind you that if you have placed God in control he's got it and he knows exactly when and he knows exactly how he's going to bring those things to pass and I think that You'll know that you're doing too much if you sit in a place of, and you'll hear these words in your head, I got to do this, I got to do that. Okay, I'm going to do this. Maybe if I tried this, then, well, maybe if I tried that, now, what has happened? You've taken control and you're planning. So, of course, let's step back a minute. Well, if God wants to, you know, even if God's in control and, you know, faith without works is dead, I have to do stuff. I've got to get, I have to do my part in things. I can't just sit here and woof, rub my magic genie lamp God and expect him to do everything. You're correct. So how do we find the balance in between sitting there and expect God to be a magician and overdoing things too much ourselves? And finding that balance is key. And it starts in the quiet place. It starts in your prayer time. It starts with bringing maybe an idea to the Lord, not acting it out, not telling, you know, everybody, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. But saying, Lord, you know, I feel like this may be an area that I can mature in or I can, I could try this or whatever and going to the Lord with it and allow and waiting, um, bringing it to God in prayer and waiting for his answer and waiting for that peace in your heart before you make the next step or before you have the next conversation. And that is the hardest place to be because we see things falling around down around us so fast that we think we have to jump into gear. We have to move into gear. We got to get stuff done. We got to get stuff done because it's falling apart. And before you know it, you start saying things like, I'm really tired. I'm, I, I'm done. Like I have nothing left in me. And that's where you know you're doing too much. And you're not allowing God to move mountains, to open doors. Because when he's moving the mountains and he's opening the doors, you're not exhausted. You're not mentally drained. You're not emotionally spent. And you're able to receive his direction. But when we're doing the most and we're making all of our plans and we're going to, you know, sometimes manipulate this or change this or that to make things happen, it's exhausting. And sometimes we're sitting in the middle of a trial 
and we are the victims. We're not even the ones doing anything. It is somebody else's actions. It is somebody else's decisions. You know, we're kind of tired of watching somebody else. Maybe it's our spouse. You know, maybe it's our boss who's making all these decisions that make our job harder. And I'm not getting paid any extra, but I got to work harder because the boss is making these decisions that are impacting my position. Or maybe it's my spouse who's not making decisions and they're impacting my position. And so we get panicked, you know, and we think, okay, I got to do something. And that is our flesh. That is exactly I always go back to either Adam and Eve or the disciples. They're like the best examples of our flesh, Um, you know, but God said, don't do it. And and they got curious. We can go to Adam and Eve. They got curious. They just had to have the apple, you know, and they just had to have it together. So our flesh is always going to resort to, I got to move. I got to do something. I got to get, I got to, I got to, I got to make a decision here. I got to change something here. And when you start to feel your flesh go that way, it usually will come with anxiety. It will usually come with stress and you will usually be exhausted pretty quickly in the physical realm. In the meantime, your spirit is like, come on, we can do this, you know? So I, I just want to encourage you today, um, that God is in control when he's placed in control. And I really have made it a personal journey of mine to never say the words God is in control without following it up with when he's given control. And it's so important because if you are struggling, the enemy will come to you with those with those words and taunt you with it. I'm like, why are you struggling so much if God is in control? If he loves you and he's for you and he's good why do things look so bad right now why is the situation so bad right now and so it's important for you to be able to come against those lies and just know that's not the heart of the father the heart of the father is not to um play games (laughs) you know what i mean he's not in the matter of well let me see how hard i can squish you and i know yes where we find in the fire i know that the oil comes from the press, you know, being pressed and bringing in oil. Like, yes, all of those, but life is going to do that to us on its own. People are going to pass away and it's going to bring grief and that is natural. And so life itself is going to put us in positions where we're going to be pressed and we're going to make choices that we did not consult God on, that we did move forward on our own and we're going to be pressed and we're going to be refined in fire and we're going to have to make sacrifices for our faith, you know, but I honestly, I see it so much in unbelievers and even in the church where we're just constantly taught that God will make you suffer like he will cause you pain so that he can be made strong or that he will show himself you know faithful and i you know it just gives this persona or this picture of god waking up in the morning and being like all righty let's see who i can make suffer today so they can become stronger in me you know you guys that's not how it goes it's just not how it goes life itself is going to press us our choices and our decisions because we're imperfect they're going to press us we're going to be struggling for through and god wants to be with us you know um we often get a picture i know for myself the footprints um illustration of god carrying me you know 
And sometimes when we pray for God to carry us through our day, He recently showed me that He can carry me through the day and He's completely in control. But He would much rather walk with me hand in hand or even in front of me to protect me. It's not to say that He won't carry us. And if your prayer is in the morning, God, carry me through today, then He is. He's going to carry you, but you're along for the ride at that point. And that's not a bad place to be because there's days where you're going to need that. But He would much rather fight the battle, wage the war, arm in arm with you, you know, in front of you, protecting you, guiding you. And I recently have been like, Lord, don't carry me through today walk with me, go beside me, go before me. I want my feet in the ground, you know, in the ground. I want to be in this battle. I want to be waging war for my loved ones. I want to be on my knees. I don't want to coast through and have you carry me every day, but I want to be a part of it. I want to learn and how to grow. So I just encourage you with all that today. Again, This is just a little bit that I've been kind of mulling over. I feel like there'll be a part two someday um, with this, but I just, um, I just want to encourage you that in those moments that you've even asked, like, and you've questioned God's grace and God's mercy because of that statement, God's in control and it's come back to cause you confusion or stress. I just want to encourage you today to kind of take it back to what it really means. And we are in control of our choices and we are in control of how much God is in control. And for all of the situations that he is not in control, we need to remember that we are in his control. And yes, there's things that he doesn't even have authority over because he's not been given it. But in the end, he's still going to, he's still the owner He's still in charge, but his grace allows for things to be outside of his hand if that's where people want them. So just be encouraged that you have the authority and you have the power to place God in control of your life and your thoughts and how you're going to respond to the things that are not submitted to him. And I just think that his love is going to shine through us in those situations and his love will outpower all darkness and the people that are in darkness and the people that are not submitted to him will have to submit to his love as it comes through you so that's it that's all i wanted to say um again thank you all for your support i will be praying for you this week on this issue please continue praying for me and um don't forget to share this with a friend hopefully it'll be an encouragement if you're encouraged today share it with someone they might need to hear it and i just believe that again as you remember every day that you're blessed then you're going to continue to be a blessing have a good week guys